0: Um, I'm here. I am the host of the See Life Different podcast and um, it's also like that it started as a book um, and then became a community and, and you're the perfect person for the community of, of black women, women of color to really mm-hmm. be, uh, see life differently <laughs> whether it's in their business, in their personal life and really just step outside of their comfort zone. Um, yeah. and I'm so excited that you're here so.
1: I'm excited, too. Nice. I'm excited and
0: good to meet you. Good to meet you officially, because I don't know if you realize that's Whoever, I don't know if it was you or someone on your team who sent me a message, uh-huh. Todd Booker. Yes. I' have been connected on LinkedIn for, I think, five years by now so. Oh, my gosh.
1: Like yeah, it makes sense. That's what usually happens. Our circles usually kind of interconnect and all that kind of good stuff. So very, very that's good funny. to meet you in virtual person. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because mm-hmm. um, my audience is... Predominantly millennial women,
1: uh-huh.
0: uh, although they most of them still work. Their desire is to be creative. Their desire is to be free. Their desire is to participate in the great resignation, um, yeah. or they already have. But it's they've been doing it for so long that they're burnt out, that they're you know ready for a pivot. So yes,
1: mm-hmm. perfect, awesome, awesome,
0: awesome. Today on the Sea Life Different podcast, we have. Tyre Goodwin, she is the CEO of the marketing team, that marketing team, sorry, and the creator of Liberator CEO Accelerator, so she's an award-winning instructional designer with 20-plus years of experience creating learning experiences, because she used to be a teacher, and then she became a corporate trainer um, that creates training and learning experiences for a Fortune 500 companies such as Barnes & Noble and Lee Pages. And now she's just passionate about marketing and the technology and lead generation, and so after coaching and having conversations and leading and training and developing um, thousands and hundreds of entrepreneurs on social media and marketing and business strategy, she's like, "You know what? It's time for people to really implement and actually uh, do it is what they say they wanted to do and not be stopped by it. So we're going to talk about that and how you this episode is for you if you are." a uh, creative. You already have your business. You want to start your business. You know you love people, but you know that you need to market. So this is the conversation
1: for you. So Ty, thank you so much for being here. How are you? I am so excited to have this conversation. Thank you for opening up this platform for people. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. So I kind of want you to start a little bit backwards, right? So
0: I'm sure the listeners would like teacher. Tell me more, because I am part of my teachers right now. <laughs> what, what do you have to say also? Introduce yourself about your teacher background and say whatever you have to say about the teachers going on in this world right now.
1: <laughs> Man, well, it's one of the reasons why I left now. It was 20-something years ago um, when I was a teacher, but... You know, I remember looking at the system that I was working in and listen, I love teaching it's still what I do today in my business, but I just did not want to be a part of the system. And at the time I was working in a school district in Maryland that focused on, or, you know, that utilized social promotion. So I had kids that couldn't read above a third grade level. I was a fifth grade teacher, by the way, um, but we still had to pass them on to sixth grade and that broke my heart. You know, I'm like, these kids are not going to be prepared. I don't want to be a part of that system. And so I left And Actually, before I was a teacher, I did two years with AmeriCorps. And um, I was like, I'm going to show these teachers what they need to do. I lasted two years. (laughs) And I was like, I am not that kind of superhero. I don't have that kind of cape. I don't have those boots. And I'm going to leave that to the professionals. And I moved on to the dark side of corporate training.
0: I love the way you said dark side, right? Because it, it's different. It's different from being with the the kids, the perfect ages, third grade, fifth grade, elementary school, where um they're they're fully free, right? And they're just their brain is still as fun. And then um then it's time to go to the adults where it's a little dark, and I feel like you know it all goes back to mindset a little bit. They've been brainwashed so long
1: that it's like uh. Yeah. Well, I refer, I, refer, I refer to corporate at the dark side. Like, you know, I'm so anti-corporate in a lot of ways these days. You know, I'm just, I never fit into a box in corporate America. Um, you know, I was always the youngest one. I was always the only woman of color. Um, I was always, you know, the too smart girl. You know, I didn't fit. Um, into their boxes. And I really tried to squeeze myself into different places. I love what I did. I love training. I love instructional design. I even loved um, the bosses that I I had some really amazing leaders that I got to work with. But at the end of the day, corporate life was not for me at all. I love that you
0: were able to realize that corporate life was not for you. And although there's advantages and disadvantages to being the only or the few, but what was it for you? That was that life or moment that is like, you know what? I mm. really prefer working with,
1: what was that moment for you that you knew you had to decide who you wanted to work with and that mm. it was time. Well, that's actually two different pieces, right? The first piece was when I was in uh, my last job, my last day job, I kept, you know, like, having issues with my neck and then somebody said you sleep on the wrong side of the bed and i realized it was just because i did not want to be there i was stressed out and i was actually having some physical reactions to being in an environment that didn't support me where i wasn't celebrated i was more tolerated you know is what i felt like there um and Part of my um, epiphany then was when I I went to the people that were in leadership and I said, you know, I've done this, I've done this, but I haven't gotten to do these three things. Is this, you know, something that we could find a way to do this within the organization? I had been there almost two years at that point. And they were like, well, nobody's going to create a job for you. I'm like, that wasn't even a conversation. I'm trying to figure out how I can stay here and grow and so I knew, yeah, it's time for me to jet. It's time for me to leave. But in my business, when I finally decided who I wanted to work with, um, I took a look at what my gifts and my talents are. I took a look at who I really, really have a heart for. I love working with women. I primarily work with a lot of women of color, um, and I love helping them get their marketing together, get the word out about who they are. So our mission, our vision for our business is that we intend to be the machine behind the message for Black women who are changing the game and transforming lives and transforming the world. And so um, that's what I get to do. And that's who my clients are. I'm helping them get their message out there so that they can show up and be brilliant and badass in the world. I love that so much.
0: Like you cont- contributing to transforming the world. And Envy, though, you are transforming other Black women to sympathy because, yes, girl, I'm Isha Ray I was for everybody Black. So, yes, <laughs> I love that so much. And <laughs> so then that makes sense for that marketing team, right? One, the name of it, that sounds so like, um, of course, the way that they would use it, urban, but I definitely hear the ebonics in it, right? The fact that you could still be self-expressed and still mm-hmm. be market, you know, marketing, you know? So, Tell me more about how you were then able. Tell me a little bit more about then how you were able to narrow
1: down um, the type of marketing because that's not the only one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you will know we we it's just, it's a recent conversation because you know we were doing lots of different types of things, but this is the year that we decided that we're focusing on quiz marketing. When I left my last day job, I used a quiz to build my business like really fast. Um, like, for example, we had one quiz that we used to generate over 9,000 leads in just four months. And I knew I was onto something and we went on to build quizzes for other people that helped them generate like $23,000 in sales, you know, like within two weeks for a quiz. And so, knowing the power of using quizzes to bring in new clients, um, I really want to focus on that for our business. And so we've got a whole program around helping people build lead generation systems that are based on quiz marketing. So that's our focus and our niche. And we are committed to owning that space and really, really helping more people use that technology to get the word about their business.
0: I love that. I love that. And, but for me, what's coming up is like quizzes. It's so weird because it, I'm a 90s girl. And I grew up reading the magazine. That was my, I go straight to the quizzes in the magazine. Yep. But when it came for me doing it for my own business, I blank out. I'm like, I, I'll take it all day, every day. Like that's how I will waste my time in my business. Take quizzes, <laughs> but create it for myself. Oh my goodness. But how did you do, deal with those kind of objections, even similar to those, by right? Just kind of getting ready for this new era in marketing. How do you deal with those objections?
1: Well, you know what? People love taking quizzes, right? You know, I mean, we all took the Cosmo quiz and all that kind of stuff back in the day. And um, I was laughing because... You know, I had never seen a Harry Potter movie in my life, but I took the quiz to figure out which house I was in, like I was a Slytherin or whatever those houses were. I didn't know what the heck they were, but I took the quiz because it was a lot of fun. Now, you could take quizzes for fun and you can use them, you know, in your business. But the better quizzes are things that are really going to help people figure out what their problem is or give them some insight. So, for example, uh, we work with a gynecologist and the quiz that we made for her was where did my O go? And we're talking about that. Oh, ladies. Right. But it was a quiz about helping women figure out what happened to their libido. Right. So, you know, is it stress? Is it, you know, your relationship? Is it your diet? Like what's causing your libido to go on a down, you know, like on a down curve. And then she's able to help them with her solutions. So when you put it in context around using quizzes to help people get more insight right? It's not just a score. It's not just like a fun, you know, what color is your aura kind of thing. It really is about how can you help people get some insight so that they understand like what they need to do to fix things or how they can make things better or get results faster. And then you're connecting that to what you do in your business. So it makes the perfect sense for them. Exactly. That part
0: right there. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. Love it. So I think, um, you, you said it right there. And so now I want to ask like a uh, kind of a fun question, but what do you want your legacy to be?
1: Like, what do you Ty up want to be known mm. for um, when it's all said and done? Oh, wow. Oh goodness. That's a great question. Um, I want my legacy to be honestly around helping more women become permissionless you know and that's a book that i'm actually working on about being permissionless like you know a lot of us have grown up um always bending to somebody else's you know expectations or dreams or desires. And, and our, now I know when I was growing up, I would hear, well, who does she think she is? You know, I don't know if you ever heard that before, you know, people would talk like that. And so um, at some point I realized even to build my business, like my goal is to build, first of all, I want to build a seven figure company. Right. But in order to get into that mindset, I had to realize that I don't need permission from anybody. And how do I show up and be permissionless in how I live? Because then once I get into that space, the the sky is the limit for my business, right? But until I take that off, you know, I'm stuck because your business can only grow as big as you are growing, right? So if you've got limits, you can't grow and neither can your business. Mm, Permissionless
0: and needless. I think also what I heard is like, need less permission
1: to get yourself out of those limits, out of those boxes. Break that. Absolutely. Yeah. We don't need anybody's permission to tell us that we can leave our day job, you know, and I understand, you know, I had a a six figure job and, you know, you're going to leave your good job, you know, your good job to, you know, (laughs) start a business in this economy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I I am, you know, and, and five years later and multiple six figures later, you know, I'm good with it, you know, but if I had stayed behind and, oh, well, I probably shouldn't do that because this person's going to be mad and then what will they say about me? You know, I would not be able, not only would I not be able to fulfill what I wanted to do, I wouldn't be able to impact all the people that I'm able to help. That,
0: that's the important part right there. Because even for me, I've, I've, you know, done all of it. I've had a job. I've not had a job. I've um, been an entrepreneur longer than I've had a job. And that's literally where we are right now in twenty twenty two of like it's really just rediscovering all over again like what is it that you said you wanted to do um yeah. and no matter what uh well, actually, I think despite you know the the comfort zone of whatever that looks like for you know that black woman, whether it is that job, whether it is that spot, whether it is you know whatever it is that comfort zone of this is the year to really just do that, be that girl.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's That's so, so important is, you know, just owning that vision that you've got. You know, there's a reason that vision or that dream you have is there. And, you know, a lot of times I say this all the time, like I think women, especially Black women, there's a verse in Proverbs that says, um, what does it say? Um, Hope deferred makes the heart sick. And I think about that a lot with women um, in our community, because we put off our dreams, we put off our vision, we put off all the stuff that we want to do because we're, quote unquote, serving everyone else. And then we get sick. We get sick emotionally, spiritually, physically, like we get all of that. um, When in reality, everybody is served at their best when we are serving our highest good, right? Right. So that's what has to be. Am I serving my highest good? Because I know if I'm in that space, then everybody else around me is going to be taken care of. And we don't always get that. You know, we put everybody else first. So um, I want to be permissionless in my life. I want to see more women be permissionless so that we can change the world. Yes, let's change the world. I love it. Speaking of world, where in the world do you want to travel to next? Oh my gosh, (laughs) So listen, um, I traveled so much this year, and it gave me the travel book. So I actually, I'm a, so I turned fifty this year, right? Believe it or not, and I decided for this year I was going to travel every month this year, which I did. Um, I went actually, to you know, I'm not going to skip over the, the fifty
0: part for those of you who are watching. You'll uh, you'll probably like say what now? You probably just reminded video like say what now? <laughs> but yes, yo, black literally does not into up.
1: <laughs> yes yes but you know I've been all over the you know country from San Diego to Menace to um you know Tennessee um to Dubai um I've got a trip coming up to Jamaica I'm going to Panama at the end of the year um but I've got a list I want to go to Vietnam I want to go to Portugal Nova Scotia I love traveling I love being in other places learning about other cultures and so I got a few of those places on my bucket list next
0: there we go. Sounds like it. Sounds like every single continent is going to get checked off. I love it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: We're going to South Africa, too. Can't yes. forget that. Yes. I love wow. it.
0: Okay. And if um, no one else got anything, or like say they they heard everything, but they're, they're you know, multi But what's that one thing? If they got nothing else from what you shared at all in our conversation, what's the one thing
1: you want them to pay attention to right here, right now? So this, this is it. There are people who can't step into their purpose until you step into yours. You know, there are people that are waiting for all the gifts that you bring to the table. And if you don't show up, they're not going to get their breakthrough. They're not going to get their next thing that they need. And so, like I said, when you have that vision, when you have that desire, it's not just for you. It's for all the other people that you're going to impact. So when you are fearful, when you are playing small, when you are stepping back and oh, I'm comparing myself to other people, I want everybody to pause and remember that until you step into your purpose, those other people are not going to be able to step into theirs. And that is the golden rule for me.
0: That's it. Definitely worth the gold. Definitely worth the nugget. And thank you for being the vessel for other Black women. <laughs> Great. All right. So now tell me more about, um, your, your accelerated course and who that's for.
1: Um, yeah. So what we do in our, um, business is, you know, we, We're a marketing company and we help our clients generate leads. That's one of the biggest challenges and why businesses go under is they don't know how to generate leads. Like they're brilliant at what they do. And especially we've got a lot of people that are coming out of corporate America. You know, we were talking earlier about the great resignation and they're like, I did this in corporate. I should be able to do this. And not corporate and 100% true, but there's a thousand or 10,000 other people who are trying to not do that in corporate as well. And you've got to know how to market your business so that you stand out from them. And so we help our clients get leads so they can get clients. And um, one of the ways we do that is with a quiz. Um, and so um, we've got a quiz. If they go to com forward slash quiz they can answer those questions and they'll find out like what kind of quiz they can use in their business to generate leads perfect
0: yeah quiz time it is and the (laughs) link all of the links are going to be in the show notes so that link will be in the show notes and also for more for the other links in the show notes which Ty is about to say where else can they
1: find you on social media Ty? Well, the great news is if you just know my name, Ty, T-A-I Goodwin, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, even Twitter, and yes, even TikTok. I'm out there. Now, don't laugh too hard when you go to TikTok because <laughs> we are trying to figure that out and it's a lot of fun. But yeah, Ty Goodwin, you can find me on all those platforms that I would love to hear from folks that are listening. Tell me what resonated with you and I look forward to connecting.
0: Perfect. And I'm going to spell that out uh, because some people may may misspell it. It's T-A-I Goodwin. T-A-I, good one, Mm -hmm. perfect, great.
1: And thank you, Ty, for being a guest on the Sea Life Different podcast. And thank you so much for doing what you're doing. You're opening a platform for women and that's just incredible. So thank you. Thank you, thank you.